Welcome to Bring Your Brilliance. Are you ready to find and amplify your voice? Looking to be inspired by those who are already out there making it happen? Listen in as we shine a light on those who bring their full, authentic selves to do what they love, make no apologies, and don't try to fit into other people's boxes. With your host, Carla Taylor, who, after years of being inspired by the brilliantly shining people she was meeting, decided others need to hear these stories too. Hello and welcome to the Bring Your Brilliance radio show. I am your host, Carla Taylor. And I have a little bit of a scratchy voice this morning. It's January, so we've got uh, some uh, things in the air, I think, that is making it a little bit harder to talk this morning. So uh just want to acknowledge that. But um, uh, we are here on the Inspired Choices Network, which is a fantastic place to get all kinds of wonderful programming. And I'm so honored to be a part of this group of of powerful hosts, and it's been a great experience. So if you've ever thought of hosting your own radio show, please check it out. This is an amazing opportunity, and it has definitely been a, a life change for me to really meet some amazing and incredible people and have a vehicle to share these stories. Uh, so this morning, you have a wonderful treat with our guest, Darla Hall, and she goes by QB Darla because she's the quarterback of the team, of everything that she does. She's a powerhouse of a person and an incredibly positive person as well. So we're going to be talking with her about matters of a positive mindset. And if you've listened to me for very long, you know that how we think is how we go. And if we're positive, it can make all the difference. So the show today is about does having a positive, a positive mindset matter and does how you think have an effect on your energy level or how successful you are? And do you want to learn how to quarterback your own team and score touchdowns in your business success? So join me as I interview QB Carla, thought after motivational speaker and success successful entrepreneur who has sold over $1.4 million in her sports activity books. QB Carla is a small but mighty powerhouse of a speaker, connector, and motivator who isn't afraid of hard work and getting it done. She was often told that dynamite comes in small packages because she has so much energy and truly lights up any room she is in. Hear her story of how she single-handedly built in the sports zone from scratch as a gift for a little boy who was hospitalized. She loves to make an impact on people's lives wherever she goes. And Darla, you have certainly, in the short time that we've known each other, made a huge impact on me. So thank you so much for coming to our show. You're welcome. Uh, I'm happy to be here. I'm excited. (laughs) I'm so excited you're here, too. So let me tell everyone a little bit more about you, and then I want to hear in your own words a little bit about your background and how you got to this point. So Darla Hall, like I said, she's an author, an entrepreneur, a philanthropist, and a hard worker. She owns Witty Publications, a company that creates children's activity books, coloring books, and storybooks for causes, corporations, and general education. Darla started her company as in the sports zone in 2011, as a gift for a little boy who was struck by a car. She grew that company and, like I said, sold $1.4 million in activity books to all sorts of 
uh, sports teams, including the NCAA, uh, NFL, MLB, and NBA. She has also written a book titled Matters of a Positive Mindset, Workbook, and Action Guide. Darla loves making a positive impact on people's lives. Currently, as the membership director at the Skyline Club in Indy, there she uses her business savvy and connections to promote the travel and dining benefits of a private business and social club. She enjoys spending time with her three sons, traveling, motivational speaking, visiting children who need a smile, and motivating everyone to think bigger than they can imagine themselves. So again, Darla, you have been such a bright, shining light. I am so thrilled to have you here on the show. Thank you so much. I'm glad to be here. You are also a positive inspiration to me, so thank you for that. I think that when two ladies get together and are so positive, I think that we can change the world in certain ways. So I'm excited to meet you as well. Well, that is awesome and exactly what we plan to do starting at the Skyline Club where I just joined. (laughs) Yes, exactly. (laughs) I'm hoping that we can build valuable connections here and make a difference in the world. So. (laughs) <laughs> well, that is is so great. So like I, I mentioned a little bit earlier, please, I, I like to talk to people about career paths, and that's a lot of where I work with people is how they get from wherever they're starting to their next point in their career. And it's just so interesting to hear the career journey that even got you to the beginning of this part that we've been talking about in your intro. So tell us a little bit about your background and how you got to the point where you met that little boy and then just a little bit more of your story from there. Okay, that sounds great. Um, So I grew up in a small town in Indiana called Cloverdale, Indiana. One stoplight, one dollar general, a very, very small town. And I was a very, very small girl. I... You know, four, I was four foot eleven and three quarters is what I tell people, but really, you know, five foot close enough. But as I was growing up, I wanted to play sports. I was very driven. I was very competitive, and I really wanted to play sports. So I got the name Mighty Mo at a young age because when I would play softball, I would get up to bat, and I was so tiny that the whole outfield would move into the infield. And I would get up to bat, and I would swing so hard that I would hit it over their heads and likely hit a triple or a home run. So I got the name Mighty Mo because I was so competitive at an early age. And even though I was small, I learned to overcome. And I just worked extra hard. I just practiced all the time. And I was relentless when it came to, um, you know, practicing extra hours and things like that. In high school, I played volleyball. And when I got up to junior, senior year, I wanted to be a front row spiker. And I know my coach looked at me and thought I was crazy. And I said, what do I have to do to do that? She said, well, you have to get some hops. You have to learn how to jump really, really high because you're really, really short. So I went home every night. My dad put a piece of tape on the wall. And every day I would go and I would jump until I hit that piece of tape and he would raise it higher and higher and higher. And by my the end of my junior year, I was playing all the way around and I was a front row spiker. No one can believe that, but it was true. <laughs> so anyway, wow. I think from, an early, <laughs> from an early age, that just kind of shows you where I got my grit. Um, and in yeah. business, you have to have a lot of grit and you have to be relentless and you have to be competitive and you have to um, really work hard. It it doesn't just come easy um, when you start a new business from scratch. 
So I, so from there, I went to Ball State and got my degree in journalism, and then I had some marketing jobs, and I was always had had that entrepreneurship spirit. So I started my own marketing company while I was living in Alabama. So my marketing company was called Hall Marketing, and I had a client. It was Burdett Dental Lab. So I was doing all their marketing and strategy and everything. And his little boy was eight years old, and he. I called him one day because I had a meeting with him and I was confirming and he said, Darla, my, my son got hit by a car. We don't know what's going on. I'm going to the hospital. I can't meet with you. And I said, okay. So I just said some prayers. And as a mom of three sons, I love my boys. As a mom of three boys, my heart just crushed for his mom and his dad and the family because I didn't know what's going on. So I knew that mm-hmm. little boy was a big an avid Alabama fan, and I knew that that little boy was going to need something to do in the hospital while he was recovering. So I went out searching for a gift for him. What I wanted to do was something educational, something he could do in the hospital, something that was about his favorite team, and I couldn't find what I was looking for. So I went home that night, and he ended up having two broken legs, and he was fine. So he was just going to be in the hospital for about three months recovering. And to this day, he's wow. fully recovered. So it's a happy story at the end. But um, that's, that's awesome. how I started. <laughs> that's how I started um, in the sports zone. It was a gift for a little boy. And what I wanted to do with that was give that to him as a gift. And that was going to be that was going to be it. So I showed it to some people, and I had it a graphic designer, make it look good. I took all my little pencil drawings and my puzzles and took it to a designer and had him make it look pretty. And I showed it to some people, and I met with a guy at church who was an attorney. And I said, you know, I've got an idea, um, and I just want to give it to this little boy, but I think I might be onto something a little bit bigger and something that where I could take it and really do a lot of good with it. So I think I could impact some children in hospitals. And so I also wanted to do an app where I wouldn't have to charge the kids in the hospital so that they would get the free app to do about their favorite teams. So lo and behold, over the next six months, I cashed in $20,000 of my own 401k, basically my whole savings. I cashed it in to do the app development and to do the book development. And then I went to Alabama and Auburn and I sought licensing. And I don't know if anybody knows about licensing, but it's a hard route to travel. Um, you have to fill out a lot of paperwork. You have to have all your ducks in a row, a marketing plan, a strategy. Uh, you have to have so much time and, and work put into it. Um, but they, I did that. I gritted it out, and I wanted to do this. And I wanted to make a difference in kids' lives with this product. So I, it was became my passion right away. And then, you know, so I got licensing. I, CLC um, gave me a license. So I was licensed for Alabama and Auburn in year one. And I went out there and cold called and started selling. And I don't know if anybody knows about selling, but it's not easy when you have a brand new product that no one has ever seen before. So I was calling and I was saying, hi, I'm Darla Hall. You don't know me. However, I have this brand new product. It's a Roll Tide activity book. It's a War Eagle activity book, and it has an app that goes along with it. It's educational. There's puzzles and games and mazes and team facts and team songs. And I was just selling my tail off. <laughs> wow. So um, 
So that is literally how it started. And, you know, that year I sold $10,000 in activity books. And the following year, I added some more teams, and I sold twenty thousand. And the following year, I sold one hundred fifty thousand. The following year, you know, three fifty. Wow! You know, so it kept adding on and on and on. And I was doing everything yeah. completely. Yes, I was doing everything by myself. So I was kind of on this island by myself, trying to do all of this. And I got a grant. I got a an award of $50,000 from the Alabama Launchpad and I you know I did some different things and I found one investor and um you know but think keep in mind I didn't know anything about the publishing industry zero about the licensing industry I was just a lady who had a dream to help kids <laughs> and <laughs> wow and that is what fueled my fire so if anyone is listening and who needs a little incentive and a little bit of push, keep in mind I'm a small-town girl with very big dreams. With a who big, wanted big to make dream. An impact. <laughs> with a big vision. And I had a mentor one time tell me, think about what you can accomplish and then think ten times bigger. Because wow. so many people get in so, this rut, and they and they only think about what they can accomplish, what but they, they can don't do give themselves for sure. yes, they don't give themselves enough credit and enough faith and belief that they can go beyond their dreams. So, yeah, so that's how it started. So let's talk about <laughs> that. I want to go ahead and take us to a break, and when we come back, I want to hear a lot more about that, and even. Like, how did you know who to call and who are you calling and all of those things. So let's dig into this a little bit more when we come back from break. Again, my name is Carla Taylor. We are here talking to QB Darla, Darla Hall, and she is sharing some amazing nuggets of wisdom with us. So we will be right back here on the Inspired Choices Network on the Bring Your Brilliance radio show. We all have a personal brand. It's what people say about you when you're not in the room. What if you knew how to clearly and confidently communicate your value in a compelling way? Tune in to the Bring Your Brilliance radio show with personal branding and LinkedIn strategist Carla Taylor to discover the tools, resources, and inspiration you need to get started and keep growing. Are you ready to make your mark? Learn how to bring your brilliance by listening to the Bring Your Brilliance radio show every Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 9 a.m. Central, 8 a.m. Mountain, and 7 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is the Bring Your Brilliance radio show with personal branding and LinkedIn strategist Carla Taylor. To join today's conversation, call in the U.S. at 815-880-8255 or Canada at 613-800-8736 
or Skype at Inspired Choices Network. Or ask a question or send a comment by email at bringyourbrilliance at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back to Bring Your Brilliance. I am your host, Carla Taylor. We are here on Inspired Choices Network. And this morning, we are talking with Darla Hall. She has just shared with us a little bit about her background and how she started her her first company of activity books, which is the in the sports zone. And Darla, you were talking about this incredible background of coming from a very small town, but this this mighty power that you had and everything that you did and the grit that it took to even go through you you're mentioning some of the sports things that you yourself did and how much you loved sports growing up and how all of that really shaped this this determination and hard work and how much you, you know, you tried so hard to do things that people would have said impo- that were impossible and you did them even in your younger years. And so, of course, it makes sense that you would apply that same approach to your business. Uh, but you mentioned, like, so many things. So I wanted to dig into the the part about you, you mentioned just even going out and cold calling. Can you tell us a little bit, like, how how do you start from nothing? You mentioned calling people, but who did you call? How did you know how to call them? What did you actually say to get them to listen to you beyond, you don't know me, but I've got this thing? Did I mean, was it compelling enough? Because the product sounds amazing. Like you said, you saw this huge need and you filled it. And and I, I, I can see why your sales went so big, but how did you start with who were you calling on <laughs> and how were you getting it out there? <laughs> That's funny. It's uh, basically sales 101. I mean, I'm relentless. I do not give up. And it's <laughs> I, I'm not afraid to pick up the phone and call people. And I'm not afraid to pick up the phone and call CEOs and presidents of organizations. I actually sent Roger Goodell an email. I I called the, the you know, the CFO of Costco several times. I called Cracker Barrel many, many times. Wow. For the first three years, I called Cracker Barrel trying to get them into their stores, and they said no many, many, many times. And finally, in year three, I said, well, I've got 200 teams now. Would you consider putting them into your stores? And and he said, why don't you come here to Tennessee to meet with me? So finally, I uh, got Cracker Barrel, and I got Costco, and I got Barnes & Noble, and, and different things like that. So it's just really, it's... um it's doing a lot of online research and finding out who the right person is and who to contact at these companies. And I use LinkedIn a lot. I think uh, LinkedIn is a powerful resource. And so I would link in with people and I would build that relationship because honestly, when you're in sales, if you're adding value to someone else's life or business, that comes first. And then you mm. cold call, and then it's not such a cold call, but you're calling them saying, you know, I linked in with you. I have a brand new product. It's an Alabama Roll Tide Activity Book. It's educational for kids. There's nothing out there in the marketplace like it. And so you have your sales pitch ready to go, and then you link in and have like a little soft relationship builder. And at least they know your face, they know who you are, and then it's not such a cold call. But um, So that's how I did it. I, I started building LinkedIn. I, I think I'm up to about 18,000, but the numbers to me don't matter. What matters to me is are those 18,000 people interacting with me and are they 
and, and are they authentic relationships or, you know, relationships where I've targeted specific uh, groups, you know, say moms who, of kids or sports organizations or, you know, people that are in leadership roles and different things like that. So I, I have a very targeted approach with my social media, but I spend about 20 minutes every single day to build my social media. And I do it all by myself. I do it all on my own because I want it, the messaging to be authentic. Um, I keep my mm-hmm. content varied. And so I I'll, sometimes I'll do funny things or sometimes I'll just be raw and real and say, you know what? Along these eight years of building your business from in the sports zone, from cult, from starting from scratch, from nothing, to you know building it to a viable company with 200 titles and and uh, all of these licenses, um, you know it just takes a lot of hard work. You have to be relentless. You can't take no for an answer. Um, I take no as hmm. Maybe they're just not interested <laughs> right now because my product's really good, and <laughs> right. and they really need it in their store. So I, you know, I can definitely add value to their store because it's something unique and new, and something for kids that it's educational for kids. And while they don't really understand what it is, I take that as well. Maybe I'll call them back in about three weeks and explain more of the educational benefit to children. <laughs> So anyway, so I, I'm pretty relentless, and that's how I did it from scratch, and that's how I am still doing the business to this day. I have decided to transition over to Witty Publications because the sports licensing world is wonderful, and I had such a great, amazing experience with it, but you have to pay the licensing fees and different things like that. So for one person, um, for me, it was hard to keep up with, so I'm uh, in Mm-hmm. in the transition phase of having someone else that does all the licensing stuff already take over my product line for in the sports zone. And then I'm transitioning to witty publications, which is my own brand. I have my own brand of characters that are animals, foxy, brainy, witty, uh, buzzy, all these animals. And they're inclusive. <laughs> the ones in a wheelchair, like brainy has a mask because he has childhood cancer. And, and Coco is a blind guide dog. And, you know, all these animals uh, represent all kinds of children. So um, so wow. I've written stories, and I've get, I'm getting ready to launch about 21 titles um, on Amazon in March, and it's going to be all my, my brand and my publications that I've started from scratch again. But it's my way of making a bigger impact on children's lives. So I have one that's uh, Witty and Friends Childhood Cancer Activity Book. So I want to do more for kids and make a bigger impact on kids' lives. So that's why I'm making this transition because with my free time, I want to, you know, make sure that my business is making a difference in as many kids' lives as possible. So that's kind of where I'm at today. That's where I started and that I built it for eight years. Now that's going elsewhere and I'm going to start something new. <laughs> wow, you really do pack a punch. There's so much that you just <laughs> dropped all these wisdom bombs and all of this knowledge and information. Like I kept wanting to be like, oh yeah, and then and oh let me hear more about that. And you you have so much passion and energy and heart behind everything that you do. I love it, and that's that's part of why. From the moment I met you, I was like, wow, like you you are this bright shining light of of confidence and work ethic and just all of the things that you bring to every single thing that you do. I absolutely love it. I love what you're saying even before the break about 
thinking bigger than what you can do by yourself and growing it to that point and 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 bringing in other people and getting the help when you need it and that sort of thing too but also knowing that you have the ability to do so much on your own too and and knowing when it's time to shift and i mean there's so many things that you're sharing here and and you know how much I love LinkedIn, <laughs> and I love yeah, I know. that you have grown yours so authentically. And, I mean, there's so many things I want to dig into here, but um, you talked about, you know, going after it and, and finding the people and doing the research and figuring out who to talk to and then not taking the no's as, as a, a final answer, but simply a next step in the process and continuing like so many people, even if they did all that first part, they would stop when they got a no and they'd go somewhere else. But you didn't even do that. Like You just kept going and showing people. And I think so much of it, too, is you had such a strong belief in what you had created because you knew it was great and you knew it was something that, that kids needed. And I think all of that driving force of passion and belief and ability and confidence packed into all of this. Like it, it's so great to to talk to you and hear your perspective on it as well. Um, like I like I said, I have so much I'm trying to to, to cover because you did cover so much in what you just shared with us. Um, so one thing I love about what you said and and you mentioned very casually even, that <laughs> you have 18,000 people on LinkedIn. And like you said, that's not just a number or a vanity metric or anything like that. That is 18,000 engaged people that you have purposefully built relationships with over the years. And I actually was just talking to somebody yesterday who is all about like di digital marketing automation. And there's so many people who think, oh, I'll just like get an AI thing that will – send out all these connections to people and then I'll grow these numbers. And that's so not what it's about. And, you know, like no, you said, these cold I, I, even cold <laughs> because you didn't start selling right away. You, you talked to them as human beings and you grew the relationship first and then it was already warmed up by the time you actually came in with your sales pitch, which is also like all the right ways <laughs> to do things. Yeah, so, so LinkedIn, yeah, that's a big, <laughs> that's a big thing. Like, you know, I just try to, so w numbers don't matter to me. Like I said, I'm never going to make a million dollars and I'm never going to make money the priority for my business. So I, I'm never going to have investors anymore because I don't really want to be pushed and I don't want to be, like, I push myself enough because the kids push me and that's my motivation. That's my passion behind this. So I'm going to work hard as hard as I can to build a business and to give back because I know in my heart the good that I'm doing with these. I'm going to tell you one uh, one story that changed really my mindset. In year three, I was in tears, and I didn't know how I was going to come up with the $16,000 that I owed to CLC. And I had talked to Costco, and, uh, you know, I talked to them, and they put the books on the shelves, and they took them out, and then they, um, I talked to the CFO, and, you know, they were really good to me after all. You know, I had told them about my business and what I was doing with it and everything. They came back, and they put them back on their shelves, and um, I didn't know 
what the result of that was going to be, but I was in tears one day laying on my sofa thinking, how am I going to keep going? How am I going to keep doing this business? How am I going to keep doing good with it? Oh my gosh, I think the end is near. And I, I really thought that I was going to be done. And a little boy who met Gideon, his grandmother, I met them uh, at an event that I did one time in Birmingham. And I met him, gave him some of my prayer activity books for him to take back and do in the hospital. Uh, found out that the, he had just had surgery and, it, it, you know, he has seizures and everything else. Um, he, he goes through a lot, but he's such a sweet little boy. And he's I'm still friends with him to this day. And I go visit him every time I go to Alabama almost and just take him prizes and just, like, try to build and just try to love on him. But anyway, Gideon's grandmother had Facebooked me that night, and she put a picture on Facebook, and she said, Gideon is loving his activity books. We're here in the hospital for two months, and he's just loving, you know, doing your prayer activity book. And and I just sucked it up, and I quit crying, and I said, you know what? There's no crying in building your own business. Let's do this thing. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? So I just sucked it up. It's focusing on the, yes. Who's using the it small, and why it matters to them. Yes. That's right. The small yep, things the, the, matter. The lives and, that you're changing because of it, for sure. So let me go ahead. Yeah. We're going to take a quick break again right now. Um, I'm excited to hear more about this when we get back. And, again, we're talking to Darla Hall. And this is the Bring Your Brilliance radio show with Carla Taylor. We are here on Inspired Choices Network, and we will be right back. We all have a personal brand. It's what people say about you when you're not in the room. What if you knew how to clearly and confidently communicate your value in a compelling way? Tune in to the Bring Your Brilliance radio show with personal branding and LinkedIn strategist Carla Taylor to discover the tools, resources, and inspiration you need to get started and keep growing. Are you ready to make your mark? Learn how to bring your brilliance by listening to the Bring Your Brilliance radio show every Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 9 a.m. Central, 8 a.m. Mountain, and 7 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Do you struggle to answer what do you do because you do many different things? Do you want your future clients to know, like, and trust you? Do you want to make LinkedIn work for you? If you're ready for extreme clarity and confidence with opportunities flooding your LinkedIn inbox, Carla Taylor's Bring Your Brilliance Coaching, Masterminds, and Workshops give you the exact steps to get it done. Don't have time to do it yourself? Carla's LinkedIn Content Ghostwriting Service is exactly what you need. Schedule your free consultation today at bringyourbrilliance.as.me or go to bringyourbrilliance.net. This is the Bring Your Brilliance radio show with personal branding and LinkedIn strategist Carla Taylor. To join today's conversation, call in the U.S. at 815-880-8255 or Canada at 613-800-8736 or Skype at Inspired Choices Network. Or ask a question or send a comment by email at bringyourbrilliance at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back to the Bring Your Brilliance radio show. I am your host, Carla Taylor. We are here on Inspired Choices Network. 
And today we are talking with Darla Hall about matters of a positive mindset. And before we jump right back into that, I do want to take a moment to talk to you a little bit about what's coming up with Bring Your Brilliance. And then, Darla, I'm going to want to also hear from you a little bit about what's coming up for you. Uh, But for Bring Your Brilliance, we actually have some mastermind groups that we are going to be starting. And the first one will be at the end of February. It's going to be a very, very small group of people who are really ready for something uh, meaningful and, and impactful and doing the thing that they were meant to do, much like we're talking about actually today here with Darla. And so if you are in a role that isn't quite what you really want to be doing or you're really just ready for the next thing that makes everything matter more and having this big heart and this big passion for what you're doing, like I said, just like we've been hearing with Darla today, contact me to learn more about this mastermind group. It's a six-week mastermind. Uh, It is an application process, so we want to make sure that we've got the right mix of people in that are really going to be working hard and pushing hard and having that grit to to make some changes and to do some really amazing things in their lives. So again, to contact me, go ahead and you can either go out to bringyourbrilliance.net or you can go, uh, go ahead and schedule a call with me at bringyourbrilliance.net dot as dot me and i would love to hear from you that schedules directly on my calendar so we can talk one-on-one and if you have questions about anything that i do with linkedin marketing or authentic personal branding or any of the ways that i can help you let's jump on a call and figure it out together uh so darla tell us a little bit about what's coming up i know you've got both stuff that you're doing with your business but also the things that you're doing at the skyline club and how that might apply even to people outside of Indianapolis. So go ahead and share with us what's coming up for you, too. Okay, that sounds great. Um, I wanted to also just tell the listeners that the very next day after Gideon's grandma sent me that message, um, I got a check in the mail from Costco for exactly the amount, the amount that I owed. So that was just kind of a cool little nugget there. <laughs> but um, I'll oh, go ahead and... Wow. Um, yeah, so that was kind of a cool thing. That's kind of what kept me going after year three, and so then I was just kind of relentless from there, and I thought, you know what, if if I can do this for one little boy, two little boys, three little girls, four little, you know, if I can do this for all these kids, I can keep on going and be relentless and, and work through all the challenges, because it wasn't easy, but, um, you know, there were a lot of challenges. So what looks like, I guess my future, I am now the membership director at the Skyline Club, Um from building a business, I learned that it's important to make connections and valuable, uh, build valuable relationships. So I took a job as the membership director at the Skyline Club, and I'm also um, building Witty Publications. So Witty Publications will continue on, and it will. I'm trying to figure out not pro- not for profit and what all I can do to give back with that uh, company. And I'm doing some corporate things and some general education things, and there's all kinds of exciting. Um, new products and different things ahead of me um, starting in March of this year for Witty Publications. So I'm excited about that. And then as far as Skyline Club, I'm just building their membership base. So it's a private business and social club, and it's in downtown Indian, the One America Tower. And our memberships include food dining discounts. So all the members, um, the members who have a resident one membership for 179 a month, they get to have enjoy 50% off of dining. 
and they get to come to all of our business learning workshops and networking and all of our programming. We actually partner with Riley's Children's Foundation and, and Indianapolis Symphony and all kinds of different charities um, for our membership. And we're having cocktails for a cause and all kinds of different events here. But And then all membership also includes a lot of travel benefits. So it's a lot of fun for me to have this job and to be able to, from 8 to 5, you know, and then some. <laughs> we had the NFLPA in here last night, so that was kind of fun. So we do lots, mm-hmm. lots of things like that. But it's kind of fun for me to build those uh, valuable relationships and those meaningful relationships and also help other entrepreneurs build their businesses through valuable connections here at the Skyline Club and then beyond with the Club Corp Network. Uh, we have clubs all over the country. So there's dining and, and golf benefits all over the country. So it's a lot of fun for me to do this. And at the same time, while I'm building my witty publications business and, and also trying to motivate uh, other people through my social media, my LinkedIn, you know, the main thing there is just making sure everyone knows that they have their own fingerprint. You know, there's a one in 64 billion chance that you have the same fingerprint as someone else. And I just want people to know that every single person has the opportunity to make a positive impact on this life. And your legacy, my legacy, I don't want to be about money. I don't want it to be about anything other than I'm a good mom. I love my three sons. So I'm building a business, you know, to hopefully help my three sons and, you know, just my own personal life, as well as the ability to help make a difference on hundreds of thousands of kids' lives, whether they have blindness, deafness, childhood cancer, autism, they get bullied, you know, all of those kinds of uh, causes really are what I'm inspired to do in the next phase of my life. So I want my legacy to be you know, she really inspired me. She made me think that I can do, you know, whatever I want to do. And with my God-given fingerprint, you know, I can make a difference on this life too. You know, I don't have to just sit here and and feel sorry for myself or sit here and just be, um, you know, take what life is throwing at me, all these challenges and hardships. I want people to know that they can get through those and they can fight and keep being relentless and they can find that passion and really uh, just make a difference in people's lives. So That is so awesome. I so appreciate the way that you approach things and how many lessons we can learn just by observing and hearing about what it is that you do. And, and I love the fact, uh, the point you brought up about, you know, you were at this low point, you were in three years in, and so many times when people are starting and building a business, we think that um, we're the only ones who are struggling or we're the only ones who are having a hard time. Or we hear these big numbers. You talked, I think it was like 10,000, 20,000, 150,000, like all the different ways you were growing. So from the person listening, it sounds like, well, wow, it just went up and up and up and it was easy. And that's not true <laughs> at all. And I think the bigger, the more I talk to more business owners and more people, even at higher and higher levels, there's still a lot of the same problems. There's still cash flow. There's still bills to be paid. If you've got a lot more money coming in, you're typically paying out a lot more as well. And so it's not this easy road that I think a lot of people who are brand new to business or even in their first couple of years, they think, what am I doing wrong? Why is it hard for me when I see all these other people on social media and everywhere else that seem like it's so easy for them? 
Yeah, behind the scenes, it is such hard work. Like I, you know, I build the business. I, you know, I've been a mom for so many years. You know, my boys now are in college and, and doing their own thing. And so now I have this renewed, you know, what do I do with myself since I was a mom for so many years? And so now I have this renewed mm. spirit about me and trying to change other people's lives and make a difference. But, um, you know, it's just adding value to people's lives. That's my whole goal in life is to add value to people's lives. And from a sales standpoint, if you're selling just to sell a product and you're not thinking about the end user, you're going to make a big mistake. And in any salesperson who sells anything or any business person who you know has is trying to grow a business, you have to figure out ways to add value to other people's lives and be authentic. I make mistakes, and I I'm happy to share my mistakes with the world. It doesn't matter to me. Like I I learn from my mistakes. I don't really <laughs> get too worked up about my mistakes. I understand that they're growing pains and that everyone makes them. And if you take your mistakes or you know, the lessons and you learn from them and try to surround yourself with mentors who can make you better, then I think that's what it's all about. And, um, yeah, so just, you know, making making a difference in people's lives is what is very, very, very important to me. Well, and yes, and it's so shining through everything that you do and even the care that you take for the members at the Skyline Club and and like you said, it's connected to clubs all over the country as well. And so you make sure that they have a great experience. You make sure to bring that extra whatever it is to make it special. And that's one of the things I'm already really appreciating about working with you is that you do think about the details and you do think about the needs of the people who are receiving whatever it is that you're giving. And I think that's part of why you have had such a wonderful success story is that you don't let things stop you. And like you mentioned that three years in and you had this big bill to pay. And, and I think if you had stopped then, you know, you wouldn't have gone just that little bit further off and we were kind of like digging and digging and digging and we're stopping right before the gold and we don't realize how close we are. And, and as you mentioned, you got exactly what you needed when you just kept going have the faith and you know I had the faith and I, I prayed about it and I you know I, I had faith that you know it would all work out but with that faith you have to also have a lot of hard work and you have to have mentors that surround mm. you and like I said I didn't know what a P&L was the closest thing I knew to a P&L <laughs> was a PBJ a sandwich that I picked for my kids you know I, I didn't know anything about a P&L and investors and right. and all of this evaluations and all of this stuff. So I learned everything from scratch and I think that's the biggest takeaway is that if I can do this as a small country girl from scratch, then a lot of people out there if they have dreams, they can pursue it if they surround themselves with smart people who can do great things. And if they have a big, big enough heart to get over some of the obstacles that they're going to face, because everyone in business is going to face obstacles, whether you own your own or whether you work for someone else, you're going to face obstacles. You know, here at the Skyline Club, like one one thing that it is, is that I try to be a, a full team player. 
you know, my job is membership, but I also like to help with the philanthropy piece of it. And I like to help with events and programming and stuff like that. And you'll never hear these words out of my mouth. It's not my job. So I think if people Mm. get that out of their mindset, if they just be a part of a team and do whatever it takes to add value to people's lives. That's the the end end game here is that if there's anything Mm -hmm. that I leave with someone as far as, you know, having a positive mindset, it's add value to people's lives, be persistent, you know, Use your own fingerprints to make a difference in people's lives and do whatever it takes to get the job done in a respectful manner. So That's awesome. And, and, and I know you do a lot of speaking with and, – and you go by QB, you know, quarterback Darla, and it really is what you're just talking about. And tell me a little bit more about some of the things that people ask you to speak on and some of the specific topics because I know you've got – so many different things that you can address, but what you just said about the team pulling together and rallying together and everybody working together, like that really is what life is all about and not being isolated or thinking, like you mentioned doing a lot of things alone, but you also asked a lot of questions and you reached out to a lot of people and like you just said, surrounded yourself with people who knew and you don't have to know it all, but you do have to know how to learn and be open to learning from other people too. Yeah, definitely. I learned so much just by listening to people. Um, and a lot of, some of the feedback was, you know, it was hard to take, but, you know, if I think my books should be at a certain price and I think they're valuable or whatever, I have to learn about what the market bears. You know, what are other publications out there? And so I had to learn so many things in my business with my publications and my digital products and things like that. But I, you know, I listened and I took that to heart and I really, um, you know, I listened to my mentors. You have to listen to other people um, and you have to be willing to make a change and you have to be willing to take some risk. Um, they can be calculated risk, but you have to be willing to get outside the box and get out of your comfort zone and take some risk in business in anything that you do. Um, I could sit here and, and try to get memberships by letting the other members kind of bring members to me, I could sit here and wait for that. Or I can go out and really be aggressive and make some cold calls and send some mailings out and really try to build relationships in the city and and different things like that. So I think you really just have to work hard. You have to find different ways um, that work for your personality because every single person is going to handle things differently. You know, corporate people, some of them like to be approached by LinkedIn. Some of them like to be approached by email. Some of them like to have a phone call. Um, So you have to figure out, you know, in your mind that everyone's not the same and you have to do different strategies and different tactics based on who the person is. And the only way you can do that is researching the person. So that's why I use LinkedIn so much is because if I'm calling an executive about my books or an executive about about Skyline Club, I want to know their background. I want to know what their favorite team is, what their hobbies are. Are they married, not married? I want to know um, what their business is about so that I can make sure that I'm, like I said, adding value to that business or adding value to their life. So I think, you know, Sales 101 for me, the biggest takeaway for this is do your research, figure out how to add value to that person's life or business, and then make the sales call 
um, after you build an authentic relationship. And then just be you. Just be yourself. I'm quirky. I'm funny. I'm, I, you know, I don't take myself too seriously. So I may cut up with someone. I may like joke around or, <laughs> you know what I mean? That's just my personality. So you just have to kind of be yourself and find out what works for you individually. Yeah. So again, so much <laughs> knowledge that you're putting into all of this, but it it's, the authenticity that you bring, whether you're talking about your sales, whether you're talking about the way you put the books together and the way that you work with people or the way that you work at the Skyline Club or the way that you're now uh, working on cause-related, inclusive stories and things that, that people everywhere in, in every part of life can recognize themselves in, but you're bringing your, your authentic heart to all of it and I think that really is the key and the core of it all and like yesterday I did a, a workshop on LinkedIn and we did talk a lot about what they could do on LinkedIn but I spent a lot of time also talking about how you're showing up in the world is how you want to show up on LinkedIn or anywhere else and that's exactly what you're doing and, and talking about is you look for ways to help others in everything you do you look for ways to authentically share who you are and connect in a way, even the fact of what you just said about, yeah, you have your own way of, you know, whether you like to or don't even like, but you, you have an approach of calling or emailing or all those things, but it's not even about what your your comfort zone or your preference for you is. It's what those people need and want and how they prefer to be communicated to. And like you said, you do that research and you go down to that degree of personalizing your approach for every person. And that is, again, something I think a lot of people don't recognize maybe or realize that, again, all these little details that are actually big details are what makes the difference of getting further and doing more and being able to help a lot more people because of how it's received and, and all of those things. So, um, gosh, you, you just have so much that you pack into every sentence even of what you're sharing with us. <laughs> um, Thank you. I appreciate that. Yes, you work so, so hard. Um, and <laughs> so tell me a little bit more about, gosh, I don't even know which thing to ask you about because there's so many things I want to know, but like having super high engagement like you talked about on LinkedIn that you have um, like 18,000, but every time you have anything, you've, you've got, what did you say, like 1,000 or 5,000 or how many people do you normally have interacting and how do you get get that much engagement? Well, I, I started doing some motivational things because someone told me one time, they said, you should package up your energy and spunk and sell it. And I said, hmm, <laughs> okay, well, I wish I could provide it to everyone, but I don't know how to do that. So I started thinking about what I could provide to people. And so I wrote a book called Matters of a Positive Mindset. It's a workbook and action guide. And I wrote that on the way to Vegas. And on the way home from Vegas, I wrote that whole book in two settings on plane rides. And then I just, wow. I didn't even have a publish. I didn't have a publisher edited. I didn't have anyone touch it because you know what? I'm authentic 
and I'm going to get this thing out there, and if people like it, they like it. And if there's a mistake in it, you know what? I'm not perfect. So guess what? I might have a typo in it, but you there doesn't have to look past that because I'm not perfect. So anyway, so I published a book called Matters of a Positive Mindset, and it goes through my journey and talks about giving back to the kids and how I built the business. And it also is a workbook and action guide. So they'd ask you questions at the end of each chapter. And then it gives you action steps to take on how you can have a positive mindset. So anyway, so that was kind of my answer to, you know, those people saying, well, you should bottle your energy up and sell it. So that's what I did. I I created a book called Matters of a Positive Mindset, and it's out there on Amazon. If anybody wants to get it, it's available. Um, But really, as I'm building my LinkedIn, I just think about who I want to authentically connect with and who I can add value to their lives or vice versa. And then I post things that are varied in content. So I'll every once in a while I'll talk about my books. But most importantly, I'm using it to make a difference in someone's life. And if, if I make a difference in one person's life, if they're upset and they're having a bad day, and if I can save someone's life or if I can add some meaning to someone's life, one person is who I am going after. I'm not going after 18,000 people. I'm going after when I post a motivational post. Like yesterday I posted, yes, I'll be doing the polar bear plunge. Lead with your heart, serve with your soul, build with your mind. Things like that. Um, I post things like that to inspire that one person who might be having a, a bad day, who might need some kind of incentive or inspiration to keep living on and keep finding their, trying to find their passion, even if no matter how old they are, they can still find their passion and find their way and make an impact on other people's lives. So I'm just trying to be a a good example, um, an imperfect example, um, but I'm trying to be a good example and and try to do the right things um, to help inspire people. Well, you certainly are inspiring. We are almost out of time. Can you tell us how people can contact you if they have more questions? I know they can go out and find you on LinkedIn. Where else or how else can they contact you? Yeah, you can find me on LinkedIn at Darla Hall. Um, Instagram is QB Darla. Um, Facebook is just Darla Hall or Witty Publications. Um, and then Skyline Club, they can go to skyline-nd.com uh, if they want to learn anything about Skyline Club. And while I'm wearing a lot of hats right now, um, it's just because I'm I want to stay busy. <laughs> and I want to I just want to stay busy. The busier I am, the better it is and I, I think the the more people I can help in different ways. So anyway, we'll see what Thanks life for listening to another day. episode of Bring Your Brilliance with Carla Taylor. For the latest updates and info on personal branding, please follow and interact with Carla Taylor on LinkedIn. And be sure to visit www.itstimetobringit.com. Join Carla Taylor every Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 9 a.m. Central, 8 a.m. Mountain, and 7 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Until then.